I've had four-wheel drive vehicles all my life. You know, uh, back in high school, um, I had a short bed Chevy truck with 44s on it. Yeah. And every time somebody would come out to town with a little taller truck, I'd go back and raise Make it mine a more. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but it was it was it was fun. Hi, what's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Dirt Drive Podcast. We are here at Ultra 4 USA Famous Reading Rumble, and uh, I was graciously invited to be in the pits of a race team, I guess a professional race team, if you will. I mean, you are you are competing in a professional circuit. I'm out here with uh, Legacy Offered Racing, George and Cameron Schooley. Uh, George and Cameron, say what's up. Um, good morning, good afternoon, whenever you're listening, I yeah. don't know, but uh, good, you know, it's great to be here, it's great to be on this podcast, and uh, I'm George Schooley, Legacy Off-Road Racing. That's fine. Um, just, just introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> and sitting next to me is Cameron Schooley, my daughter, uh, co-pilot and driver. Um, so, yeah, say hello. Hello. <laughs> so, so we talked about it a little bit yesterday. Um, how the hell does one get into ultra four racing? And you, it seems like we, I mean, we've talked about it, but it seems like you dove in head first. You want to give us a, a quick recap about on how you got involved in the sport? Well, I, I guess it, it, it come about, I was invited to a Jeep race and I went there and I won all the events in somebody else's Jeep. So I said, Oh, this might be good. Uh, on the way home, I bought the Jeep. Um, started racing that and met Eric Miller at, at a race. Uh, he was complimenting my Jeep and he said, you ought to go to King of Hammers. So that was in like probably October and January. I found myself at the King of Hammers. In your own car. In my own car and found that um, it needed a lot of work to com be competitive at King of Hammers. So on the way back, I actually purchased a car, and then um, I bought another car from Eric Miller, and uh, actually the one that he won King of Hammers with in 2016. So I dove headfirst into it, you know, bought the whole haul rig and everything, and I've been doing it for years. I love it. Um, and here we are today. So your, your first race, you didn't attend as a spectator. And it was King of the Hammers. So the first time you sat in a car to race it at, at, at an Ultra 4 race was Hammers. So you yes. jumped headfirst. Yes, headfirst. How'd you, uh, I know you have three daughters. Cameron's the only cool one. <laughs> yep, yeah. <laughs> how, how, did, how did you fall in love with it and your, your two sisters didn't? So the main reason I started going with my dad was because I wanted to miss school. And I loved being with my dad. So it was like a win-win. Like, you know, I don't have to go to school. I get to hang out with my dad and you know, hang out with all these cool people. So I started doing that. And then one day we were at an East Coast race and our friend's sons got sick and they were supposed to race their um, four wheelers. And my dad looked at me and was like, Cameron, you're racing it now. And I was like, I've never, I've never even driven like, one like before. Open air four wheeler, not nothing with a cage. Okay. No, just open, just normal four, like quad. And I was like, okay. So I got on, started racing four wheelers. I think that next Christmas I got a four wheeler for Christmas. And then a couple years later, we got razors, started racing that, tore them apart every single race, couldn't keep them on the ground. So co-drove with my dad for a while, and hopefully soon I'll be doing Ultra 4 in the big car. As a driver? Yep. Hell yeah. Yeah, I learned that quickly here as y'all welcomed me in, and then you were like, hey, let's go uh, pre-run the Joker. And I'm like, I don't have a helmet that fits. So I was wearing George's carbon fiber race <laughs> helmet. And I'm like, I need to buy a helmet next time I'm over here because I don't know what the hell is going to happen. And if I'm buying a helmet, I'll buy a race suit because I don't know. Like yep. I said, like like you said, you were just kind of thrust into it. And it seems like that's not uncommon is to just kind of end up in a car. No, when for, I first started out, I had all of my dad's hand-me-downs. So I was about, you know, 14 years old wearing a 50 year old man's driving suit and helmet and everything <laughs> but we made it work and then i eventually got my own and ended up getting a nice setup 
Yeah, I was tempted to run over to the vendor over here and just buy a helmet. But I'm like, I don't know if I have that. <laughs> I don't know if that's in my budget right now. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, your setup is wild. Uh, you got a uh, a long ass truck with a. Is that a? Did you guys make this box or did you buy yeah, it that way? We actually, we actually bought it with the box on it. Okay. Uh, the truck's nickname is Marshmallow. Yep. So it's long. It rides like a marshmallow. Oh, it rides real nice. Yeah. Rides, rides real smooth. Yeah. Nice. Um, so when it comes to Cameron, <clears throat> the UTV racing. Yes. Because you've done a lot of that, and you actually do race the big car and non-ultra four races. Yes. Uh, how do those events work? How do you how do you approach like come into a race? So for the um, for the big car we do it's East Coast like four wheel drive association that type of thing. So they're mainly like um, we have PA races, you know um, Delaware like Jersey Shore races that type of thing. So they're all local and um, like circle track or figure eight or drags that type of thing, which isn't really what our cars yeah, built for. I mean, but it's a lot of fun to just get the seat time and practice. And for those. I usually just take, you know, truck and trailer up for the weekend. Okay. So you don't you don't haul the whole big rig, you just We've done it. We we have, but the biggest thing in the pet in the paddock if you will. Yes. Um but mainly a lot of times it's just me and I'll bring a couple friends and he'll come up sometimes. And I think the last race I was no, you were there for the last one, but one before that, I probably, came up by gets, myself. Probably so. get some funny looks being a 19-year-old girl pulling a half-million-dollar yeah. race car behind a truck with a trailer and all yep. that shit. Yeah, there's definitely some. Do you do you find yourself living like a double life almost? Do people do you, do people around you understand the type of crazy shit that you get into on the weekends? Not at all. Not in high school. I had teachers like, "Why are you missing so much school?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to California. I'm going to Oklahoma. I'm going to you know, just all these places." And there, no one really has understood it. But I mean, they don't need to. I'm enjoying what I'm doing. I'm having a lot of fun. Yeah. Do you guys um, get out and do? a bunch of other races i know uh the guy from mrt says that it's been, been almost a year since you've been in the car mm-hmm. do you guys race other races in the circuit or are you guys pretty much just uh like northeast races and hammers well for years <clears throat> we ran the whole circuit so okay. we we would go to oklahoma we would go to nevada um wisconsin yeah w- was know, it wisconsin? wisconsin run crandon my favorite course crandon i love that place um but we would go and we would run. We, we would run the East Coast. You know, we've um, we've done. Um, there you go. Yeah. Um, so we would run the the East Coast circuit for Ultra Four, and then we would do Hammers, of course, and then we would do the Nationals wherever the Nationals were. Um, we did that for years, and um, you know, I'm kind of this year we kind of took a break. Um, Lots of stuff going on. I guess. Are you? I mean, you, are you going into college? High, or you just got out of high school. You're going into college, doing work and whatever. So I imagine it's a little harder to pull away if you if your co-driver's not there to to go out and do these races. Well, exactly. And and one of my things is, you know, a couple years ago when the COVID thing hit, you know, it, it put me down. I, I oh yeah yeah, and it that's why I haven't been behind the wheel of the car. I've been kind of healing. Yeah. And um, yeah, a, a big question that I got when I told. Because I name dropped you guys a lot when I was coming out here to, to hopefully get some some more interviews. The big question I got is, oh, is is George doing better? Is he going to be racing the cars? Is it going to be Cameron? And my my honest answer is, I don't know. I just got invited out. I kind of invited myself out, but I got invited out to come, and I'm just going to see what happens. So yeah, so you know, so my health is a lot better. I'm feeling great. Um, You're driving great. You scared the shit out of me yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's nothing. Um, you know, that's that's the hard thing is the co-pilot. I can't believe she co-pilots as well as she does. Um, you know, it's she's the best co-pilot I've ever had. Yeah. So, and I've had, you know, two or three guys sitting in that seat, and she is on point. So what have you done? You said you were out because of your health. What have you done to get your health back? Is it just trying, trying to be a little healthier? And Yeah, I, um, I got COVID, and... I went into the hospital for COVID. I actually walked out of the hospital because they were going to kill me. Um, so I got up. I told the, the nurse, I said, take the IV out. I said, I'm done. I'm going home. And he and called she, me to be his getaway car. Yeah. So told me, she, don't uh, tell mom. Just come pick me up. <laughs> she uh, would not take my IV out. So I took it out. Okay. 
And they're easy uh, to take out. They're really easy to take yeah, out. Yeah, they're easy to take out. I don't think I could put it in, but I took it out. And uh, I walked out of the hospital, and uh, she picked me up, and uh, I went home, and I just toughed it out in bed, and got through it. But at the same time, it gave me some heart problems. Yeah. So then I had so to go got, in for you surgery. You got the AFib from it and all that stuff. Yeah. So I had to go in for surgery for that. And I, I tell you, it it two years, a year and a half, year and a half. Knocked knocked you out pretty it, good. It knocked the crap out of me, and um, and just um, I'm gonna say last January, well January, December, I started feeling better, and just been yeah been feeling better ever since. So yeah, because you missed you missed hammers last year, but Cameron yep. went. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and like, like I said, your driving is, I, I got to ride in the car with you for a qualifying, a pre-qualifying lap yesterday, a qualifying lap run. And it is, uh, I can't remember what Miles said. It was like pleasantly terrifying <laughs> is it, it's, it's fun as hell to be in that car and you drive the absolute balls out of it, but you've been driving high horsepower cars since the day you probably got your license. And well, exactly. probably before I got my license. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But what was your first car? My very first car, 1971 International oh, hell four-wheel yeah. drive pickup truck. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fantastic. That Cam- was my very first car. Cameron, what was your first car? Jeep Wrangler. <laughs> is that the one you have the 40s on? Yep. What is it, a JK? Oh, uh, yeah. JKU four-door? Yep. Yeah. Hell yeah. Still have it. Not running strong, but <laughs> running. <laughs> running, not <laughs> we, running strong. It was just, yep, we got it back, what, the day we came here. It was got out of the shop. Oh, nice. What did you break on this time? It was it was ridiculous. It was the key fob. It wouldn't start the car. Oh, because, it, because yeah, the, the battery died and security stuff. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so what what did you do with your first international scout truck, international pickup, whatever it may be? Oh, we. I mean, I I was I abused it. I beat it. I put it in every mud hole I could find, and you know, climbed every hill I could find, and and I just had. I've had four-wheel drive vehicles all my life, you know. Uh, back in high school, um, I had a short bed Chevy truck with 44s on it. Yeah. And every time somebody would come out to town with a little taller truck, I'd go back and raise Make it mine a more. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous, but it was it was it was fun. Yeah, every time, because you grew up with my father-in-law, every time I talk to him about trucks, he's like, oh, you need to get mud hogs on there. <laughs> and I'm like, mud hogs died. Groundhog. Gra- Groundhogs. Groundhogs. I'm, I'm like, groundhogs died in the late 80s. No, they never died, man. <laughs> they never died. Oh, you're one of those old school guys. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's the best tire out there. So, people people used to tell me, they, they don't go anywhere backwards. I said, I'm not going backwards, dude. I'm going forwards. <laughs> so, you know, best tire ever made. Yeah. I'd run them today on my Ultra 4 car. Your nittos hold up good, though, man. You you beat the piss out of those. They, um, I, honestly, the best tire out there. Yeah. They are. Hands down. Yeah, and they're, they're, so you're in the 4800 class. So you're running a, a DOT 40, or 37. 37, yes. What? It's smaller than what Cameron has on her. Yes. JK, or her yeah. JKU. Yes. Which is wild. And that's, that's one of the biggest points I make to people is because I... I work at the shop sometimes. People ask ask for advice about tires, and I'm like, you don't need bigger than a 37. Cameron disagrees with me. We had this conversation yesterday. She loves her 40s. She disagrees with me. You don't need bigger than a 37 because you can do the crazy shit that these Ultra 4 cars are doing on a 37. But I look good. <laughs> well, <laughs> I'm taller than half the trucks in my county. Yeah. <clears throat> but, you got yeah, your, 37s. You got I mean, mm-hmm. 37s. You know, we're going to go where the, you know, 4400 class is with 40s. I mean, we're going to go the same. We race the same track as they do. Um, and your your car was pretty much as it sits could be a 44 car. It just needs yeah, four you, more shocks. You shocks. could put 40s on it and put four more, you know, shocks on it, and you're back in the 4400 class. So, so tell me a little bit about your car. I know it's LS, Turbo 400, Atlas. But, but give me the breakdown on, on how you got to where you got power-wise and, and everything else. It, it's, it's, when I bought the car, it was December, and we were going to King of Hammers. 
and I bought it from Eric Miller. It was his winning car. And I, I, I brought that up to Miles last night of how you said that your car is probably the most winningest car in Ultra 4 history. And he said Levi Shirley might have you beat with the Red uh, the red Dragon or something it, like that. It might be, yeah. It would be close. Yeah. It would be close. But yeah, So you got it in December. So I got it in December. I picked it up. I think it was January. I drove the car. Eric actually put it on my trailer at his shop. Nice. I unloaded it, put it in the shop. Probably five days later, we put a new wrap on it. Five days later, we loaded it into the trailer, into the tractor and trailer, and took it to the hammers. Did you have this tractor and trailer at that time? Yeah, I had a different one. Okay. Yeah. And the first time that I actually really drove the car was a little bit on the lake bed, and then I qualified. Yeah. That that blew my mind, too, yesterday is... is I expected pre-running to people to be out pre-running in their cars. I didn't expect everyone in the, the paddock, the pits, to have eight UTVs that they're running in. There's more UTVs here than there are race cars, and oh, that's the, and, and even even the UTV class, they're pre-running in different UTVs because yep. they don't want to break their race cars. The UTVs have blown up. It is it's crazy. Just like even this year, going out to hammers compared to like years prior. It, it, they just multiply yeah. and they're all over the place and the people that love them really love them and the people that hate them really hate them and i think you're on the hate them side cause, I, I am because we were discussing the uh, the possibility of of dirt nerds off-road potentially getting into ultra four racing and i was i said uh utvs and you strongly advised against that i just in my personal opinion i don't think it's worth it because unless you're gonna build from the ground up yeah I like like with its own like chassis and build from the ground up. I don't think it's it's not worth you know. But but that, but at that point, if you're building from the ground then up, you're, you're spending you're, the money. You're you're going to be in an unlimited class, and you're going to be racing against the professionals. Yep. So you better have the money to do that. Yep. So yeah, I I get it. Uh, they're just like I feel like I could fold them with my hands. Well, just, tin can. You've folded them before. Yeah, I have. And it's just, I mean, I sometimes I don't even know what I did. I'm like, how did I, how did I manage that? I was, I, you know, my dad knows. One time he was sitting watching me, and I was racing our nine or nine hundred, and I flipped going up a hill onto my nose. It's just like it, the back kicked and. Yep, and I I flipped because I I choked up and I slammed on the brakes when oh. I was coming across, like I was about to turn, but I was going up a hill, and. I flipped up on my nose, ro- like got up on my uh, on my hood, and then flipped on my side, and I was crushed in there like a tin can. It was so horrible. Probably bruised up from your your, your harnesses and everything. Yep. Yeah. Just not. And I mean, after we like I drove it off the course, and then we had to like take straps and like hook it up to the truck to just, just try to stretch it, it out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so bad, and the A arms and everything on those things. So. I got to ride in the 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 UTV with you yesterday, going to the Joker. Mm-hmm. You don't drive nearly as crazy as your dad does, but you were also navigating. Yeah. So, so when you're not navigating and driving, are you as heavy-footed as your father? No, I would I would say I used to be more heavy-footed than I am now, but with events that have happened in the last you know year or so just in our sport and then yeah you know whatever i've i've just gotten kind of wigged out and a little more conservative with the throttle. yeah and um that's why because i was gonna do um the ultra four visions race yep okay and we went we got there oh you guys were at visions um not this past year but last year last summer we were there and i pulled off the course i couldn't do it I could. I just. I freaked myself you got out. In your own head. Yep. I got in my head, and it was something. It was coming down this, you know, hill. And I like even Eric Miller like had took me out the day prior and rode with me. He Eric Miller rode with me while I qualified for that race. Like I had. I was in the best hands I could have been in yeah. and had the best advice I could have had. I just wigged myself out, drove straight off the course, and Part, then put, put it in the trail, and you were done. Yep. And then, and that was a lot because my sisters and my mom had came out and they had never come out to races before. And considering we were all the way, you know, halfway across the United States and Oklahoma, 
it was a lot and then i i got that was kind of the start of it and then i got into the east coast series to help try to get me used to being back in the seat and this past this past what right this past year i think i've been doing better and the last two races or so i've definitely gotten more comfortable and i hope to just get to a point where i can eventually do this are you you gonna race here on sunday that's what we're planning on okay so you're gonna be in the driver's seat yeah so you're you're working on getting back into it slowly you kind of get got in your head but now you're you've worked through the issues you've talked to your counselor therapist whatever (laughs) yep my dad your dad (laughs) yeah 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 that's that's one of the cool things is i've been to a lot of motorsports events the the family that that is ultra four is everywhere like we, we were doing plugs on your car this morning because we had a nasty backfire and in, in, in practice yesterday doing plugs and for some reason we have no tools <laughs> 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 sorry uh but we walked over to the middle motorsports tent and the uh the what is big big b big b big b tent and they gave us everything we needed we gapped spark plugs they gave us a little extension and we 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 dug through this car and I mean, it's like it's like it's one big, one big pit, and everyone's here to help themselves. Uh, it's it's actually one big family. Yeah, yeah. You, you know, anybody has anything, you're welcome to anything we have. Yeah, you know. You offered someone an atlas today. Right. You offered someone a goddamn atlas transfer case today. <laughs> that was wild to me. And I think it speaks, you know, me being so young and being like my dad's, you know, best friend. Last or this past year, he let me go out to Hammers by myself. Yeah. He like you know trusted me trusted our community enough to be able to say oh you know what she's safe out there and when i was out there i was a little nervous because i'm like you know there's hundreds of thousands of people here and i don't i don't feel like i know anyone but then i've like i saw like the um anthony munchie with mrt i saw like the big b eric miller all of them and they all welcome me in with open open arms and it just i felt like i was at home even though you even know, even though you're surrounded by a hundred thousand people you don't know, there's yep. still there's still the core group of racers that I I think uh, Miles or not Miles, the other guy who was uh, doing the drivers meeting said there's a hundred racers here this week. Yeah, yeah. there's a hundred cars registered, and this is the the first time back at this park in two three years, and that's amazing. And it's it's it seems like it's just this, the the traveling circus, the same hundred people, two hundred people depending on where you're at go to every race. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true, and, and you know, it's 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 just a family-oriented sport. Um, if 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 you're gonna win, you're gonna beat somebody. We want to beat them on the course. Yeah. Not because they broke in the pits. So you know, we kind of you know, if if somebody needed a car, yeah, I got a spare car. You know? Yeah, it's about half the horsepower, but, but it, yeah. it'll still do the job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it'll still get you around the course. It's got the same, exactly. same axles, same same shocks, same tires. Yep. So, yeah, it's 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 unbelievable. I'm I'm still I'm still like star like starstruck and <laughs> awestruck, jaw dropped. Uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, you're here with the fastest people in our sport. Yeah. They're, they're, fastest cars are here well i also i i knew you were competitive for being a professional non-professional race car driver i mean you run you run these guys run race shops that they, they build race cars you run a septic service right so for so for being septic service right yep, yep. So, so for being a a non-professional professional i didn't realize how competitive you guys were in this sport i mean you said you, you even outside the sport you win almost every race you enter you're you qualified six out of 15 right so, right. how how did how did that go? How did qualifying go? Um, qualifying went well. You know, I was conservative. I was, um, and it was a little muddier than when you and I ran it yesterday. So I got I did get a little 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 wet, a little, little sideways, a little squeaked up down there in the bottom. It kind of you know got a little sideways on me, and I had to slow down. Yeah. So, but I ran a conservative run. I knew you know I was hoping I'd be in the top you know top three or four. But I think we ended up sixth in our class, so yeah. we're fine. Yeah, sixth is yeah. still top ten, not bad. Yeah. You know, it, put, it puts it, you in a good spot. Sometimes it's better to be the dog than the rabbit. Yeah, yeah, because <laughs> no. as they were saying in the drivers' meeting yesterday, if someone's on your tail, they've already passed you because it's it's a staggered start, it's a timed race, it's not a it's not a position race. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and and for me, I'd rather be in that second, third, starting position. 
because I'm not setting the pace. Yep. You know, and because I, I think I feel that it's a lot harder to get away from somebody. Yeah. Than it is to catch somebody. Yeah, you, they must have to break to get away from them. Yes. Yes. Do you guys so. have a Do you guys have a, a general race strategy of obviously a race strategy is don't break your car and go as fast as you can. Do you guys have like because pilot and co-pilot? Do you guys have a way you guys approach? taking the course he drives i tell him what to do that's it yep that's pretty much it i i make every single call we need to make and you know i call out every single thing that is on every even if it's just i mean you'll the smallest rocks will be the ones that get your tires well because the the smallest rocks pop out of nowhere and they kick you and they, they, they throw you sideways so every single every rock that i think could be a threat every tree stump i see I call out. I tell him. I use my hands, and we have comms. So yep. both, you know, both ways. I have an iPad that gives me maps that plugs into our comms that will read out loud. Oh, that's cool. Saying, "Hey, you know, 50, 50 feet left." And oh, I didn't realize the iPad actually talked to you too. Yep, yeah. well, that's really cool. Yep, they can talk to you. Um, you know, with this one, we have a Joker line we have to run once, yep. and we're thinking we'll probably do about four to four laps. I think is what we just. Probably, Probably around four or four five laps. laps. Yeah. So, you know, he, my dad, he was thinking, we were talking about when we want to run the Joker, and I told him, I was like, I want to do it first. Yeah, you got to hit it first. Yep, as soon as we get there, I want to do it. The car's okay. the healthiest. You, you, you got to take it why, why the car's the healthiest, I think. Yep, I don't, I at least for this race and for the EMC guys, since we do have, um, we have 45 guys with us, and they took 46 out of our class for this race, yep. which I think was a good idea. Yeah, 46 but is running today. There's definitely gonna be some carnage, and if that happens to you know clog up the Joker line, then we're 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 screwed. Yeah. <laughs> Unless well, we want to start starting sixth. I mean, you'll be the sixth person to hit it. May, you might even be the first if they don't if they don't take it. If someone takes another strategy, and you guys could potentially be the first one to hit it after the UTVs and the 46 and in the line that we found yesterday I feel like it's going to be pretty not run it'll be pretty fresh still yeah because re- it's four, I'm it's 44 line then cross over at the blue cross over the blue rock yep and then and then come through is so yep so we we picked out our lines and you know I mean you get out there it can look completely, completely different. different totally completely different than what it did yesterday yeah you know? so we'll see how it holds together because i'm thinking a lot of these utvs are going to run that line yeah so we'll see how it holds together and you know if not i'm not too concerned for us for our car but i think i mean at least speaking of the joker line i don't yeah. know we skipped around the last two miles where all the rocks were the so we rocks. haven't seen yeah i saw um, the whole course in completion i showed george this morning i was on instagram i showed him i was like wolf racing i'm like is this the line y'all taking this looks wild he goes oh it's nothing that's, it just looks that bad because it's utv and i'm like <laughs> all right whatever you say uh what's your strategy as a driver are you i mean you can't be balls out the whole way because that's two hours of of full throttle do you go do you take it conservative at the start and then then easier or conservative easy like well i think i think my air plan today or tomorrow is to run conservative because i don't think this car this this race is going to be one no and it's going to be one because people are breaking it's going to be one because you conserved your time you saved your tires you saved your motor it's going to be hot you know heat's going to be a, a big issue you know qualifying you know that car got up to little over 200 205 yeah. and that car usually runs about 200 so yeah. you know, yeah in the 105 degree days that's yeah. that's still not bad right the for, heat heat is gonna it's gonna be an issue for cars and the tires i'm telling you tires are gonna be a huge issue yeah keep the tires underneath the thing because the first eight miles if you have a flat you could run that eight miles with a flat, but not the last two. Not the last two. You're not going to do it. So yeah, you're and he's changed tire. The way that uh, they've they've built this course is there's tree stumps that'll come get you because they cut mm-hmm. they cut new trails for this. Right. So so if you don't drive smart, you'll blow a tire in the first few miles on a tree stump and and be out of luck and ha- have to change it. Do you guys have tools in the car this race? 
We're going to have. Yes. <laughs> we're going to have. We're going to take them with us. Um, you know, one of the things is uh, uh, even a qualifying course, when I ran, just ran a qualifying course, uh, the stumps were six inches higher than they were. Because it's all mm-hmm. dug out? Yeah, because it's all dug out than they were when you and I ran it. Cool. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to watching. I'm not sure how I'm going to watch. I think I'm going to go stand at the Megatron, and then I'll get tired of that, and then I'll just come. go s- down to the spectator <coughs> Yeah, yeah, the, the Megatron. Yeah, I'll probably, I'll probably go down there, watch down there, and then probably get tired of that because I'm hot and miserable and come back here and just watch on my cell phone or on my computer like <laughs> l- like I do at Send home. Send a shade. Yeah. yeah. No, I do. Th- I'm out at, you know, King of the Hammers, and I'm sitting in the camper watching watching the race on my phone, and even though I could be out. Yeah, we met, uh, not met, we saw, what's uh, Eric's wife's name? Leah. Leah. We met we met Leah at Walmart. We ran into her at Walmart. She was buying a new TV for the camper because she doesn't like sitting outside at the Megatron, so she sets it up in in the uh, in the in the uh, trailer. Mm-hmm. So, how'd you get into this? How'd you find Ultra Four? And so I got into it because I have the uh, the itch of a heavy foot. I don't have the budget for it, but I have the itch of it. I've always been into cars. Uh, my first car was a Jeep CJ7. Mm-hmm. Uh, that my my dad bought new in '83, and I was it was a one owner car until I had it, and we, I had to sell it because I put 35s on it, never regeared, blew up the transmission four times, um, and then I bought a Camaro, which we talked about, LS swapping, uh, and then I got my th- then I got the Cherokee I have now, and I've done I've done everything to it that I think you can do to it while keeping it like stock class, so it's got long arms, six inches lift, lockers, 33s. And really, the next step for me was uh, is was like racing it because I don't want to go bigger. Thirty fives is the biggest I'd ever go. Um, and then through Instagram, I found uh, Daniel Applegate with Gear Monkey Racing, and I'm like, oh shit, this car's wild. It looks just like mine. It's a white Cherokee, '97 plus, same same lift. I mean, he's got spider tracks, so that's a little different. Uh, same lift, same size tire, and I that's that's how I found the sport, and I just kind of fell in love with it. Uh, and then through my in-laws, I, I've heard about you for years from, uh, Chris Haddleman, uh, cause he wears his hammer saddle. So I'm like, Oh shit. Did you go to hammers? He goes, yeah. With this guy, George Schooley. And I, I didn't know my wife at the time. I'm like, Oh, that's pretty cool. He's a local guy. Uh, and then I met my wife just started, I mean, interacting with the family. And, and then I heard your name again from her dad and that's that's how i ended up here is is just uh just that so is there any pg or, or pg-13 stories you can tell us about uh <laughs> m- my father-in-law <laughs> oh because he, do- he does listen oh squeaky, squeaky. <laughs> uh him and i go back oh god since we were teenagers um him and i would run the roads of Loudoun county just just crazy you know one night in bluemont we took that yellow charger off a off one of those jumps uh wasn't intended on being a jump but tommy you know squeaky made it a jump crushed the exhaust car shut off in the middle of the road we had been drinking a little bit <laughs> and statue of limitations doesn't <laughs> right 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 and it, you know back then it was it was it was different yeah yeah and um <clears throat> yeah, so that's that's one. That's one PG story. There you you ought to ask. Would he? When was, was this a lo- around the time of chicken larceny? <laughs> would he have any clue uh, to end our mystery? What is what I, I, is the chicken larceny? Oh my God, that is a terrible, uh, uh, he, long story. Yeah, he, oh, we got time. Summary. Oh, we got time. He went to uh, get his conceal and carry. And they said, like, you know, you have to do the background check, everything. They said he had one charge that they had to invest. Well, I'll, 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 go, I'll, I'll, I'll step in here. So I went to get my concealed carry. I was at the King of Hammers. Yep. And. Oh, so this is recent. No, this is years ago. Yeah. I mean, if you're at the King of Hammers, it was 17, 17. 16, 17. And I'm out there and I get a call from the state police. And they said, everything is, is good, but we have one thing. And they said, in Virginia, we show that there was a 
chicken larceny. What is a chicken larceny? They said we stole chickens. Stole chickens. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember stealing chickens. (laughs) I remember setting a possum loose in Kentucky Fried Chicken. At Leesburg one night. You set a possum loose and yeah, a Kentucky AMC. fried chicken? Inside, yeah. I turned it loose inside. Just for shits and giggles. Yeah, just for shits and giggles. And everybody ran out of the store and, or the restaurant. It, it, was, it was hilarious. So, um, But I don't remember any chicken did, larceny. Did they give you a, a date on when the chicken larceny happened? Was it like 80s, 90s, early 2000s? Or they just said it happened, what is this? No, no, it would have been back in the 90s or 80s, yeah. And I don't remember it. I I don't know. I Could it have happened? I, well, same thing I told the state police. I said, if it did happen, I don't remember it. If it did happen, I'd love to hear the story because it's probably <laughs> funnier than hell. Oh, yeah. You know? And um, so I've asked some friends around, I mean... We did some we did some crazy shit, and um, but yeah, I don't know. So, my nickname is Chicken Hawk. The Chicken Hawk. The Chicken Hawk. We need to put a screaming chicken on the hood of your car. We've thought about that. We were actually gonna get uh, the Golden Eagle. That yeah, yeah. We were gonna get that emblem and put on the hood. The the Wrangler Golden Eagle. The yeah. CJ Seven Golden Eagle. Put the Eagle. Chicken Hawk on there. That'd be good. Anyway, that that that's one one crazy story. What that. was what was your first experience behind a sanctioned race car? Because it it wasn't Ultra Four. Was it? Uh, was it your your? Because you used to do pulling trucks and all that stuff. Yeah, with the pulling trucks, uh, it would probably have been a. Um, it would probably be an East Coast Jeep race. Okay, yeah. East yeah. Coast Jeep race, and was yeah. that? That, that wasn't Jeep Besides speed. pulling, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but I, I pulled up and down the East Coast. Um, you in dabbled in motocross for a little. Yeah, okay. I, I did. I, I actually rode for Team Honda. Okay, nice. So I was... I, was, I didn't um, know that. <laughs> I, I was a little crazy. When did you race for Team Honda? Back when I was uh, 14, 15. Bob Comstack from oh, Leesburg. Um, the Honda shop there. Yeah. Nice. So, and then you did. Um, he was a professional team roper. For okay, so a ro- while. rode horses and rope. Rode horses and rope cattle. So yeah. you, you got competition in your blood. I, I do. I, I live and breathe it. You know. So, so of all the cars you've owned, because I'm I'm sure you've owned some pretty wild cars, not including your Ultra Four car. What car would you want again? Wow. This is going to sound weird. Probably my old 95, and I'm not a Ford guy, but my probably my 95 Ford Power Stroke. <laughs> nice. Is that a... 7.3? Uh, Non-turbo? No, turbo. Turbo? Yep. Those yep. are, those are for, great for, trucks. First for, ones that came out. For, I, I miss that truck. That truck, I mean, you know, it was a great truck. But yep. now, as far as... For for not being a not being a Ford guys those uh, those OBS yeah those OBS diesels are I mean they're they're forty thousand dollar trucks now right right that's my so, I, I want my but dream, I would I would dream. say this Ultra Four car is freaking outstanding yeah yeah do you have uh, any sponsors or anything you want to give a shout out to um MRT yeah, I met him this morning. He was a pretty cool dude. He, um, Anthony, he sponsors us on the East Coast Series. Um, he doesn't make a 37-inch tire yep. where I'd be running those tires today. Um, but MRT, he sponsors us in that Jeep and the East Coast Series. Um, yeah, I'll have to check out this East Coast Series. I'm going to I'm gonna try and keep up with you. Y'all are hard to keep up with because you don't do social media. Sorry. But I've got your phone number and I've got your phone number. I'm going to text you once a month and see what's going on and see yeah, if I can come I, I, stuff. Yeah, I kind of, um, I don't know. You know, I'm. it's a lot to keep up with. So yeah. I don't, I'm not. Social I'm media not, is a lot of work. It, it is. is. It is. Social media is a lot of work. Sponsorships is a lot of work. You know, every every sticker on my car, I run everybody's stickers on my car because is i i think it's not about what they give you you know it's about supporting the brands that you love yeah it's about supporting the brands that you love you know um yeah we used to keep up with it 
but yeah, pretty good. I, and then now I, that we've just, taken a step back, it's kinda. another job, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's a like I said, it's a it's a full time. Yeah. To to race any series is a full time job, yeah. and if if you're running a business and I mean, starting as a young adult, you can't really right. have two full-time jobs. It's well, that, that's too much to ab- tackle. That's the thing about this Ultra 4 racing is that unless you're born into a family that can afford it, it takes you forever to be able to do it because then when you do it, you're too old to do it. Yeah. You know? I mean, it, it's hard on me. Yeah. You know, I... I, I I'm 60. Yeah, I'm I'm doing my best to uh, just just throughout throughout the day making sure you don't drink water, which is wild. Uh, <laughs> d- that you're you're drinking enough uh, Pepsi Zero or Gatorade, or Gatorade right. or whatever else, so you're staying hydrated, helping you. Right. I'm I'm just trying to trying to do what I can, but yeah, it's I I see it. Yeah, so it, it's it's tough, you know. Even tomorrow after the race, you know, I'll just sit in the car. Yeah. For a while, just to get myself back together. Yeah, I, I wanted to, I wanted to do this tomorrow after the race, but then after I talking to you, I'm like, it's not going to work. It, we're gonna ha- we're gonna have to do it after qualifying with with every other th- everything else and get it knocked out. I may be able to talk to Cameron tomorrow after the race for a yeah. little bit and tackle on the end of this episode. You know, it, it's an hour and a half, two hours of just getting your ass kicked. Uh, of intense, just you know, you got to be on top, you yeah. know, and so it, it, it's hard. So yeah, but uh, you know. It, Everybody, um, Nitto Tires, you know, um, best tires out there. Um, I actually have a cool suit okay, that I'll be yep. wearing tomorrow. Um, so um, I'm trying to remember the name on the cool, cool suit right now. Cool. Um, cool, cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Warren Wench. You know, Warren Wench. Warren Wench has supported they're, they're us from day one. Sponsor. Yeah, and they're now, they're, now they're teamed with Factory 55, and they're, yeah, they're yeah, taking yeah. over the world. Fa- Factory 55. You know, I mean, look on the front of that Jeep. You'll see what's hanging on it. Yeah. You know, um, th- that's the best. And uh, they've always supported us. You know, a couple years ago, we were at King of Hammers, and the night uh, before the race, Air Winch didn't work. Mm-hmm. You know, something was, something happened. We took the winch off, took it over to them. They gave me a brand new winch, put it on the car. Good to go. And, and good to go. Um, support like that is just you know. Uh, outstanding big b big b is another one anything you want you know you go over to big b and if they got it you got it uh casey gilbert casey gilbert's great you know um uh, i can't say enough about you know miller eric miller um just um outstanding people and that's you know and that goes for anybody here any racer here just outstanding people where can uh we're we're gonna work on signing off because right. I'm gonna follow up with Cameron tomorrow after the race. Also, wanna uh, where where can people find you? Or yeah, keep keep, keep giving a shout out. Where can people find you? How can people reach out to you if they want to know more about your your team, um, your sport? You know, main thing is uh, I'd say reach out to Cameron on reach out to Cameron. Um, Facebook or Instagram. That. Yeah. Um, Legacy Off Road Racing. You like and share. You know that page. Um, I don't update it too much anymore. That's more I'm trying to get that to give that job to Cameron. Yeah, you got a Gen, Gen Zer that's not doing her job. Yeah, you're, just, you're supposed to well, be the social media guy. I know, Come on. but I'm just I'm not I'm not in touch with that's technology. Fine. Yeah, it's fine. though. No, it, I get it. It's just so not my thing. And it's 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 unneeded stress for for our generation that that we put ourselves through. Yeah, I uh, just I if someone told me that they would you know take away my phone and just like just tell me where i need to be and when i would do it in an instant i don't i don't need my like i I used to go to summer like the summer camp there i'd like i'd be gone for two weeks and we weren't allowed to bring our phones and that was the best time of my life because i didn't have to worry about checking in with people keeping up with things you know i take away take it away if if people want to find you uh george mentions your instagram yeah my my personal instagram or we do have a racing instagram but that's on his phone yep so i only see it What's what's your handle if people want to find you and reach uh, out? Just Cameron Schooley. Cameron Schooley. Cameron dot Schooley. Yep. Cool. All right, guys. Um, I'll we will be back in about thirty seconds because that's how editing works. We'll be back in about thirty seconds with uh, the race recap from Cameron. Uh, I appreciate you, George, for letting me join you here. This has been fantastic. We still got another full day of racing. Uh, I'm gonna go watch forty six and UTVs. I'm so excited for it. Uh, thank you for letting me crash your party and invite myself out. I'm going to keep doing it because 
I mean, I got to work on a race car this morning. That was fun. I just want to keep doing <laughs> shit like this. Well, you're very welcome. You're welcome anytime. I mean, you you know, with 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 Tommy, Sean, and you know, uh, that family is like family to me anyway. So um, you're part of the family. Thank so, you. You know, thanks for coming. Thanks for being here. Um, you know, shout out to Legacy Septic. If you're in Maryland, you need your septic pump need your installed. Ship Come on. Come on. We're here for you. So. All right, guys. Thank so, you. Well, thank you. We will uh, be back right now. This week, we'd like to thank our partner over at Rock Tricks Wheels. Rock Tricks has been independently manufacturing parts and accessories for the off-road industry for well over 10 years. Rock Tricks offers the best, high-quality, high-strength aluminum wheels for all your off-road needs. You can use Dirt Drive, that's Dirt Drive, for 5% off your entire order on the website. You can find their website linked in today's show notes. Thank you, Rock Tricks, for supporting today's show, and thanks to all of our listeners for supporting companies that support us. When it comes to your rig, there's nothing more important than safety. That's why, since 2017, we've relied on Rhino USA for all of our recovery gear. They design, engineer, and test all of their equipment right here in the good old US of A. Check out their entire lineup of 4x4 recovery products, vehicle and equipment tie-downs, shovels, spare tire bags, and more on their website, rhinousa.com. And don't forget to use the code DIRTDRIVE at checkout for 10% off your entire order. What's up, guys? Through the magic of podcasting editing, we are back uh, post-race. Um, George is taking a little cooler, and we got Cameron here with us to kind of recap. They had a, had a tough race, good start. Three miles in, took a hit. Tell us about your race. Yeah, so we started off really strong. We got the lead from the from the um, start line. We, you know, pushed the car really good. We we felt great. We got in the Kool Aid. Um, we shot right up the right up the line. Didn't have to winch, which was great. You guys were the only ones that didn't have to winch, right? I believe, I so. believe so. I could be wrong, but from what we did, from what we saw, yeah, we were the only ones that didn't have to winch. Um, we kept you know kept going had we didn't know that we had a, or i didn't know we had a flat tire i'm not sure what my dad was thinking and you think you probably cut it on kool-aid um yeah probably some somewhere around there um car it felt the car felt fine so we you know kept going mile marker past mile marker six we were good um came up to go into the joker line because we thought the car was perfectly healthy yeah. so that's why we and we, we were we were hauling you know, on the radio and you were just you, yeah. i guess i guess you guys were so in the zone you didn't hear us or the the connection also wasn't very good because you were probably a few yeah. miles away as the crow flies yeah so i got i heard you guys twice but i couldn't make out what you were saying it sounded just like static and we were trying to talk to um you know, because I was trying to tell, because we had just got to the Joker when I heard you guys. So I was trying to tell him what line to go up. Yeah. So as soon as I heard you guys, I just, you know, radioed yeah. back and quit talking. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> just because we were trying to get, you know, what we were doing. And then uh, pretty, we got stuck pretty fast. Yeah, because you, you went up, we, we spotted the left line and then yes. cutting over, but you guys went up. Yep, the, the right, right because I couldn't com- communicate because we were hollering yep. at you to, to stop before you got there to change your tire yep so it was a whole it was a whole mess but you know um we got up there i got out to winch we tried for a little bit with you know nothing nothing was working so yeah. got out to winch hooked us up to a tree started going um the winch line got caught in in the spool so and i'm not strong enough so i was putting my whole body weight against it trying to pull the winch line out and i couldn't get it um so we you know try to just tried without having to do it uh then the winch broke the whole like clip part yeah yeah the uh, the factor 55 yep. quick clip yep that just fell well, off um so luckily i was standing back that's a big thing winch yes. safety yeah making sure you're no one is in between the car and you know the winch yeah the, the triangle of death if you're doing a doing a weird pull or but yeah that's the, nice, the other nice thing about the the uh, synthetic line is you probably just saw it drop. It doesn't. Yep. It doesn't. Spring it doesn't back. bounce back. Nope. Yeah. It just dropped, but it definitely gave me a good lesson on always making sure you're really paying attention to what yeah. you're doing and being safe. So once that happened, um, my dad ended up getting out of the car. So he got out of the car. I got in the driver's seat, and okay. um, we tried to move it around for a little bit. Didn't. Wasn't working. He he was able to pull the spool. The spool out. Yeah. So we did that didn't work got decided we needed to change the tire got out 
started stacking rocks because our tire was absolutely shredded yeah and we couldn't like every time i grabbed onto it i was just getting cut with wire so i was my hands were covered in blood Oof. Mm-hmm. Um, i was washing them off in the creek <laughs> I, I i actually had to lay down in the creek to be able to pull the tire yeah, off of the you car said, you said you were hanging from the the, the tube chassis yeah kicking the wheel from underneath yep i had my arms hanging up and i was just kicking and kicking hoping that eventually it would give and i was so us being back there yesterday two two days ago how was trying to position a high lift jack in that creek because position a high lift jack on stable ground is sketchy and it, that that was a steep incline creek yeah so it was really rough so every time he would crank it up i would put a rock down okay so i would put a rock so um, you shim under the axle or something yep, yep right under the axle i was just stacking them so that way if it did fall down or if something happened the car wouldn't you yeah. know crush down um yeah especially with you being under it kicking that tire yep so that was a little little risky but we did what we could um we ended up taking you know the the black the part of the lift that stays standing up yep. straight so we took the factory 55 part of the winch that broke mm-hmm. and we tied it tied around it off so, so it wouldn't shift left yeah, and right so it wasn't moving as much as it was um when we were just trying to do it without it but we ended up we got the tire changed started to get back in the car and realized the fans weren't cutting on so car wouldn't cool down. Was it like that the whole race or was it no, after you we, got stuck? So after we got stuck, so we didn't have we thought once we got the tire on we'd be good to go. Do you guys let you guys don't let it idle when you're changing the tire? You cut kill no, the we, car. No, we killed the car. Okay. Yep. So we killed the car. Um we opened up the um what is it called? The antifreeze. Yep. And we checked the antifreeze. It just started boiling over straight out the back, just all over well, the Well, yeah, and talking to um your buddies that were in the pit hanging out. They were saying that's not an easy cap to get off because it's through mm-hmm. a sharp piece of sheet aluminum yep. and it's like a half inch bigger than the cap. Yep. They were surprised you even got it off. And I'm like, I, yep. I don't know. So, so we got it off. My dad got it off. And then we put another, um, we had antifreeze on the car. So we okay. threw that in the car, boiled right over. So we filled up about five or six jugs with creek water and just tried to get the car to cool down enough because we were hoping we could pull it out before the next race starts but we ended up not being able to do that well luckily you guys were you you, luckily you didn't take the line we spotted yeah because if you would have broken there it would have been a nightmare moving that car because that line was the 44 44 line yeah you got stuck on the 48 line yep and you probably it looks like where you got stuck you guys were in a good spot because all the other 48 cars could take that good line. Yep. So we did not, we weren't, we didn't plug up the, the line that everybody was taking. So it was nice. Everybody could get back through. Um, you know, we just, we tried our best. My dad, yeah. I, he did a great job. I'm, I think I'm pretty proud of myself. I didn't, pushed as much as I could. You guys did a hell of a job getting that tire changed. And uh, it was horrible. It was, hor- <laughs> it was just, it's never fun changing a tire. And that tire weighs probably 115 pounds. Yep. And I can't, I try to take as much off of him as I can. Yeah. So I'm, I was trying to do everything. everything. And the way that the tire was shredded, all of the tread was stuck under the car. Oh. So not only did we have to get the tire off, we had to get all of the tread out from under. So it wouldn't bind on the axle and uh-huh. tear shit up. And then once we did realize, like once we did finally get it off, the tire was stuck in the jack. Excellent. Yep. So there was there was a it was so many different little things that just inevitably. Yeah, I was hoping you guys would get it changed and swing back by the pits and get another lap. Because that's, if you did get another lap, you would have been in the top ten. That's what that, we were hoping just the, to finish the lap. The, the attrition was it seemed like more than half the cars didn't make the, make the make one lap. Yeah. There was so many and an hour and a half after the races when they threw the, the final checker. Yep. It was crazy when we pulled, and that's after the race finished not after the race started an hour and a half after the race was supposed to finish they threw the checker yeah when we pulled into kool-aid which is the first obstacle you come across there was every single car there yeah everyone was just all five sitting. cars in front in front of you yep and there was a couple cars um there's one car on our right that tried to make another line then that line was not there well you guys at one point you made a new line with your cut tire and yeah. it looks like you guys I was over there because mm-hmm. I just was running around and you guys cut up hard driver right on the green tape. And I think that was Kool-Aid mm-hmm. right on the green tape and came across and it looked like you passed a bunch of people. Yep. There. So that was Kool-Aid. Um, we, we did kind of make our own line there because we really did. I really did not want to get out and winch yeah. already. 
Um, and I mean, there was other co-drivers out, so it ended up being the one, the guy that had, that was the co-driver for the guy behind us was going to help us winch okay. up. And so he started coming towards the car to grab our winch, but and we were trying like, to tell him to move, but he wasn't he, like under, like he didn't, he couldn't see us and he wasn't understanding. So we just stepped on it and he, he went <laughs> he running. Dove. Yeah, he was running and we, we ended up being able to get up that with, with ease, I yeah. would say. I mean, it wasn't for us. It wasn't that bad. If you cut extremely hard to the left and then straight to the right and back out to the left, it wasn't bad. Yeah, you guys, you guys were having a really good run up until you weren't. It felt. But great. even even like those first seven and a half miles, you guys were were definitely taking the lead. Mm-hmm. De- definitely gonna be a contender. Yeah, just I, just a bad bad rap for you. Yep, it felt great. I mean, it the. It's a beautiful day out today. It could be a lot hot. It, it is not. Be- it is yes, hot it as is. Shit. It is hot, but it could be like yesterday. It oh, was, yeah. you know, 100 degrees. Yeah, now with, it's with only your cool like 80. Suits, it was probably really nice in that car. Yeah. So as weird as that sounds. I mean, we felt pretty good. It wasn't It wasn't too bad until we really, till it was. Really hit it, it was good till it wasn't. Yeah. And, and as soon as that radiator overflowed, I'm like, oh, man. Because I, I, I wanted to see you guys finish a lap as mm-hmm. be, being, being my first race. I... I I was being a little selfish, wanted to see the guys take a lap, but also wanted to see yeah. you guys do well. But we were really hoping to come out on top. But you know, it's part of racing; you do can never predict anything. Do you guys think you'll get the car patched up and ready to go for tomorrow? I hope so. Are you going to race the the blue car, which is actually black? So that is an option, but I really dislike that car. Yeah, it drives looks wise; they look pretty similar, yeah. but drive wise, it is very different. Yeah. And I just, I'm not comfortable in that car i've only you know driven it a handful of times and i'd i'd prefer to drive our car but it's nice i mean who can say they have a backup you know so we do have that as an option but we'll see if we can get it together and we'll see we'll see what tomorrow well all all in all in the way the day came together it was a bad day because of mechanical fail it wasn't even the tire that that screwed you over it was it was a random mechanical failure after you fixed your main problem yep so and that's nothing we could have predicted. We we diagnosed. You guys were in the shop mm-hmm. late diagnosing the the um, fuel issue. Mm-hmm. Got diagnosed. You got your tune back. Came out here, bang popping on on pre qualifying practice runs. Change spark plugs. Cars running great. Tire, yep. tire fixed. Coolant done. Yep. But yeah, it was a it was overall a good race. It was fun. Um, thank you so much. For having me out here i cannot wait to do it again it was of an course. unbelievable weekend uh when you guys i'm mean, other than tomorrow when you guys racing again do you guys have any other races this year you're gonna try and make so the next race i think is in two weeks it'll okay. be a small east coast race um some like local to us yeah i'm honestly i'm not sure which race it is but just, it's just a small local east coast just get more seat time and you, yep. your dad lets you dr- not your dad you steal the car from your dad to race those races don't you yes so okay. i i take the car he's done this was gonna be his last race okay um oh so i watched the the retirement of george george schooley yep so he's take he's been on about a year hiatus from it he hasn't driven in about a year it's been on me and then um then this was going to be his last race because he really liked the course and you know it's so close to home yeah and it didn't work out but i'm i'm thinking he'll probably want to do it again if they come up here next year so if and when you guys come to come to um hammers this year will you be in the driver's seat if this is your dad's last race Uh, who knows i don't even i don't know if we'll go out just to spectate go out you know for what um last year we ran hammers we split it we had me and my dad were in the car for lap yeah. one and then Mike Bosley and his son Jordan were okay. in the car for lap two. So we've done that before. We might do something similar to that. Like maybe with uh, I'll drive lap one and Jordan will drive lap two okay. or something cool. like that. Yeah. That'd be really cool. Cause to they're, see. they're really, really good rock bouncers and really good at the technical type of stuff. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, I've, I've seen him drive that, that mod stock YJ and he puts that places in places, that thing in places and places it shouldn't be. Yep. I just said places like 17 times, <laughs> but that's all right. Um, thank you again. I'm going to wrap up cause I mean, we've already been going for a while because mm-hmm. of the, the magic of editing, but, uh, and I'm sure you're tired and, and want, want to sit down and drink a water and, I'm beat. and relax. But, uh, thank you again for having us out. Follow her, uh, Cameron dot on Instagram. Um, legacy offered racing. I've been tagging them all week. 
unbelievable time. If you guys have an opportunity to make it out to an Ultra 4 race, any off-road race, it's unbelievable. The community is amazing. Come say hi. We'd Come love to meet hi. you. Yeah. Yeah, it's the uh, the the marshmallow. I guess the the name of the truck is. It's yep. Re- it's got a red cab and and hood and. It's hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, it's got a white box and then a long ass race trailer behind it. Mm-hmm. You can't miss the schoolie car. It was cool because your your car had every panel that car has ever had on it. Yep. It had at least one panel from every car. So. Yeah, it, it's awesome. That's so the wrap that's on the hood is what is my wrap. It's pink and blue. Mm-hmm. And then since he was in the car, he couldn't. You couldn't drive a pink car. Oh, no, so God he forbid. had to put. The really, it's, it, it actually is cool, yeah. all the panels from all the different runs it's had. Well, cool, man. I appreciate you. I appreciate all of our listeners. Um, stay tuned. The next few weeks, we got a bunch of really cool interviews from the race out here in uh, Pottsville, Pennsylvania. Uh, and we will see you guys next week. Thank you, man. Are you enjoying this podcast? Do you want more ridiculousness from the Dirt Nerds? Check out DirtNerdsOffRoad.com. It'll link to all of our social media as well as our YouTube page. And you can pick up some sweet merch to help support the podcast and other adventures.